I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, December 14th. We're winding it down, Brett, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, Happy Valley Goose Bay, Newfoundland hosted hundreds of passengers, three pilots, and seven flight attendants overnight on a military base after a flight was forced to land after a mechanical issue. Now, residents lent a helping hand and gave out hot chocolate. It's another heartwarming tale from a province famous for its hospitality towards diverted flight passengers. So famous, it even inspired a Tony-winning musical come from away. They're getting pretty good at this, Jay. They are. I just bought the rights to the Broadway musical, actually. To do what? To write the next... Come from away too. Yeah. What would you call it? Come from further away. Yeah. Come from further away. I think my understanding is that that they're just the most en route to Europe. So if you're going to Europe and there's an issue, you just land there because it's like as far as you can get on the ocean before you get to Ireland. Sure. That's where it is. Kind of an unlucky situation. It is. I do love this story. Love the first story too. And if you have to be stuck somewhere, might as well be stuck where people are super friendly as opposed to being stuck at, I don't even want to name names, but like at Pearson, for example. Well, you just named a name. I did. Yeah. Pearson. I, you know, anyways, I think it's fine. I'd rather be at Pearson. I'm a city guy and Newfoundland's cold, but I get There's it. also a gym there, which I know you like. That's true. But aside from being stuck at airports, unsuspectingly, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Tim's says, Aningaseo to South Korea. For our second story, World Coins Human Passport picks up traction. And for our third story, Maple Syrup Harvest hit a sticky patch. For our first story, forget a Justin Bieber collab as Tim Hortons expands into its newest locale. It should be looking for a stamp of approval from Blackpink or my personal favorite, BTS. For our non-K-pop fan listeners, where's Tim's going next, Brent? You know, I know what you're talking about, but I would not call myself a K-pop fan, Jay. So I think I'm with a a number of folks there. Now, Tim Hortons opened its first ever location in Seoul today and plans to open 150 more locations in South Korea within the next five years. It's the seventh Asian country to get a Tim's after China, India, Pakistan, Thailand, Philippines, and Singapore. And it matters because Asia, traditionally a tea-drinking region, has caught the Java jive. Coffee consumption has grown faster there over the past five years than in regions like Europe and the U.S. It's set to grow by 2.7% next year, the fastest pace outside of North America. Now, coffee-crazy Asian countries are now a priority for North American chains looking for international growth, with Starbucks planning to open 400 locations in Asia this year. Now, the big picture is that China just topped the U.S. as a country with the most coffee shops with the number growing by 58% this year. Overall, six of the 10 largest East Asian markets saw double-digit percentage growth of shops this year. For our second story, as if renewing your real passport wasn't a big enough pain, you may soon need an internet passport to get into your favorite Reddit thread. How's this going to work, Jay? I don't know, but per TechCrunch, WorldCoin, a crypto project co-founded by Sam Altman, has created integrations for WorldID, its iris scanning identity verification tool for some major digital platforms, including Shopify, Reddit, Telegram, and Minecraft. WorldID is part of a broader push by the company to create a passport for the internet that verifies whether every user on a platform is, in fact, a real human. Reddit moderators, for example, could give special permissions to users with world IDs to avoid spam or allow Shopify merchants to use the ID as a verification tool. Here's how it works. There are three authentication levels. Casual, doesn't require an eyeball scan to prove your identity or your real name since you just need to prove you're not a bot. Standard level does and high level requires both an iris scan and facial recognition. 
And it matters because it's not getting any easier to tell humans and bots apart online, with more platforms looking to rid themselves of the spam and fraud risks that our growing number of fake accounts present, many could turn to World ID to create a more human digital space. Canadians experienced a 52% increase in bot-initiated attacks last year. In the last three months of 2022, Facebook removed 1.3 billion fake accounts from the platform. That's no small change. The bottom line is 5 million people already have a world ID, 100,000 of which signed up in the last week. Couple the company's growth with the fact that major platforms can now use it, it's not crazy to think that human passport could become a new norm on the internet. And for our third story, what goes up must go down. After a record maple syrup harvest last year, Canada's crop of the brown stuff has come crashing down like a stack of flapjacks that was just piled too high. Driving the news, and we talked about this in the intro yesterday, Canadian maple syrup output fell to a five-year low, dropping 40.1% from last year due to sudden temperature swings and intense storms, which killed sap flow. The drop hit all maple-producing provinces, but Quebec, producer of over 90% of the country's maple syrup, was hit the hardest impacted by a late spring ice storm. And it matters because global appetite for maple syrup is on the rise as it makes headways into new markets like Germany. Canada, which accounts for over three quarters of the world's supply, risks missing a sticky gold rush if it can't produce enough to meet demand. Producers have already dipped into the strategic maple syrup reserve, which is now running low, down from 100 million pounds two years ago to 15 million pounds. Next, Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, the QSMP, an industry regulatory body, is trying to increase output. It approved the allotment of 7 million new tree taps for the next harvest season, a move projected to add an average of over 22 million pounds to the annual supply. Yes, but the QSMP estimates 120 million new taps are needed by 2080 to satisfy the world's maple cravings, which would require permission to tap more trees on Quebec's crown lands. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great Thursday, Peak Pals.